What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Mission Suite podcast. I'm Ian Campbell. I'm CEO of Mission Suite. Welcome to the Insight Series from the Mission Suite podcast. This is a podcast for people who are new to sales, where we'll be interviewing sales leaders all around the country for insights for the best practices, how to work through struggles, and how to stay motivated to build a more successful sales career. Today, we have Cara Brazil. I got that correct, right? <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Um, she is a business manager for BizNow, and I'm excited to be chatting with her to learn more about what she can bring to us today. Kara, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, thank you so much for having me, Monica. I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited for you to be here. I learned a little bit about your business uh, yesterday, and uh, I've been really looking forward to this interview. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get to where you are today? Sure. So I graduated from the University of Florida with a degree in advertising and communications, and I started my sales career in the insurance industry where I worked for a private investigation company that was selling investigation to insurance companies and attorneys for fraud. And then I joined the BizNow team just about a year ago. And BizNow is a digital media and events company for commercial real estate. So I've been overseeing the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Toronto markets here at BizNow. That's so awesome. So do you actually, do you go to Toronto? I do. I've been going to Toronto for about the past six months pretty regularly. And I will be there again in the next few weeks um, to really build out that market. That's awesome. I've been to, I've been through Toronto and it's a beautiful city. Uh, Definitely want to go back and explore a little bit more. Yeah, it's definitely a fun place to get to go to. I'm, I'm glad I'm overseeing that market. Yeah. Um, so how you're fairly new to biz now. How has that experience been? It's been an incredible experience. Um, I think one of the things. So you're fairly new to BizNow. How's that experience been for you? BizNow has been incredible to work for, and it's a great place to see quick growth if you work really hard. I think part of the reason I've been so successful at BizNow thus far is because of the leadership here and the support we have within our teams, which I think is really important to the growth of anyone's sales career. Yeah, I mean, definitely now there's just a whole market change through what we've been through and experience. So I definitely can see that. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, how big is your team currently right now? So we have roughly 45 sales reps in their respective markets across the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., So we do run a pretty lean team. Um, We have a bunch of supporting roles within those teams as well, but uh, we run lean teams and we work really hard and we we do take on a lot individually. That's so awesome. And so um, 
so you're traveling around a bit. Uh, how has that been uh, with your sales? How is that different from actually staying in one place and going to different states and countries uh, to do your yeah. sales? So it's definitely important to have FaceTime and build relationships with clients. And thankfully, being able to travel again and with some of the restrictions and things of that nature being lifted, it's been really beneficial. Um, Toronto in particular is a newer market for BizNow. So being able to be there, meet new people and build relationships is crucial to bringing on new clients and expanding that market. So it's been really great. And I think it's a, a really key component in being successful in, in really any business, having that relationship building mentality to an extent. Yeah. Um, so while you're building these relationships and doing your sales, has there, has there been any struggles with building these relationships uh, while these, <laughs> these restrictions have been lifted and beforehand, it, I'm sure that it was pretty restrictive on building these relationships. I do understand that meeting in person can be very beneficial. So was there any like hindrance on these building these relationships through Zoom, basically? Yeah, so yes and no. Um, a big portion of BizNow's business is our events. So throughout the pandemic, we were not having in-person events when historically we've done about 350 events a year. A lot of my job being selling sponsorship into those events. So we definitely had to pivot and we did about 700, almost 800 webinars throughout the pandemic, um, which was definitely an adjustment and everyone had to get on board for it. But I do think the message can be conveyed over Zoom as, as to our products and really any products if you have the right rep. I think part of building the relationships with people is also challenging them to see things a different way. And sometimes you're, have, you're having to tell them what they need out of their marketing initiatives um, without them really having, having a great idea of, of direction. So it's a lot of, it's a teaching process and it can be done over Zoom. I think where it's crucial to meet in person is opening new markets and talking to a different audience that isn't already accustomed to some of your products. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that there were quite a few problems getting the webinar, the, that big of a webinar and getting that many people on board started, especially with the sponsor, sponsorships, not being so sure if it's actually gonna be beneficial in any type of way. I'm sure you probably ran into quite a few of those questions and concerns along the way. Yes, absolutely. There were tons of questions and, and concern. Um, luckily, prior to the pandemic, we had a really great reputation in the market, in the commercial real estate market, that is. So people knew they could trust us um, and people still needed to get in front of, in front of people and do more business, especially during that time. 
So people were eager to do really anything they could to build connections and network. A lot of that was done through our webinars. Like I said, we had about 800 webinars in that first year of COVID, of COVID and that was, you know, turning around a webinar like every week for the most part. We had people coming in, we did virtual networking. People definitely saw the value and built connections through that. Certainly everyone was very excited to get back to in-person and um, we're thankful for that, but you just have to be nimble. You have to pivot and um, there's always another way to get the same outcome. Definitely sounds like you're flexible with what happened. Uh, a lot of companies were probably not in that same position, especially with having a great reputation and having that trust already built was definitely a benefit. <laughs> it was definitely a benefit. Um, unfortunately, there were there were plenty of companies that did not make it through the pandemic. Um, but I, I definitely attribute the success throughout the pandemic to our leadership and our sales teams here. Great. Uh, and but yeah, so you are you are six years deep into your sales career. What would be one of the things that you wish that you knew when you first started sales? I think when I first started sales, I thought that everything was about building relationships with people. And while that is a component of it, I think people who are extremely successful in sales fall more into a challenger mindset where they're familiar enough with their products and their experts in their market enough to know how to guide a client to make the right decisions. Um, it's a difficult conversation to have, especially when you're first starting out to say, hey, this might not be what you wanna do. Maybe you should try something like this. But I think it establishes trust with your clients. It also shows that you're not just looking to have them spend money on anything, that you want what's best for them. And I think that that's an important thing to learn early on in your sales career, because I did spend quite a few years trying to build personal relationships with people that I had a hard time then converting it to a business-minded conversation. But if you go into conversations and new relationships with knowing that your products, companies, services, whatever it is, have value. And you know how to articulate that and guide the client to make the right decision. I think that that is something worth knowing earlier rather than later in your career. I, I actually, I, when I, I'm really new to sales. Okay. I, I started this year. One of the main reasons why I started this podcast was so I was able to share this experienced information with everyone that is in the same position that I am. And I am very grateful that you were able to join me today and share that information with everyone. Because, I mean, when you're first starting in sales, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And it's been a challenge trying to figure out what's what's going to work and what's not and I think another challenge is the type of industries that you're in 
Absolutely. Every sales and industry is different. And uh, I'm in the software industry, which is really different from commercial real estate. And the sales is different. And, but I believe there's the main type of values that to be held for each sales method, I believe, or within the different types of industries. And with that, I think that having that challenger mindset that you had mentioned is great because even with a software, leading a prospect or a qualified lead to that point of having the software is going to help you. It's going to get you, like it's gonna get you the results that you've been working for. So, I, I mean, there's similarities through that, which I think is fascinating. Yeah, one thing that I would recommend to anyone starting out in sales, which is to read this book, it's called The Challenger Sale. It's by Brent Adamson and Matthew Dixon. Um, it's an incredible tool and it's a very different perspective on the sales process than a lot of people or companies will teach you. But using the steps that they give you in this book, which I have no affiliation to this book other than I think it really helped me. Um, it's, it's just a great read. It's a different perspective on the sales process and it shows that there are different ways to get to the same outcome, depending on the type of person you are. So I definitely recommend reading that and using that as a guideline to some of the conversations that you have throughout anyone's sales journey. I appreciate it. Uh, any extra information that you can offer is very appreciated. It, as when you're new, the more the more information that you can get, the better. I mean, yeah. really. And again, why I started this podcast, I learn better through conversation, learning about new people and their experience and their mindset and their perspective on just everything. It really, it really helps me learn through their experience and books are similar to that because it's someone's experience their thought process on how things work and it's very uh, very well yeah, absolutely <laughs> and, I, and i commend you on doing this and asking questions i think asking questions regardless of what industry you're in and getting to know what people do find out what makes them money is important in sales. Um, so if you can get to the root of that with some of the questions you ask, then it's easier to determine what type of services or products you have that could help them achieve their goal. Great. I, I, that's why I really insisted on this podcast. It, it, I believe it can help a lot of people sharing this information information that people paid <laughs> pay for yeah. in which they can access this for free which is amazing yeah that is incredible so uh what resources do you recommend to new salespeople to get them started to learn the trade more effectively so like i was saying the different industries there's different things that you have to learn on different sales so yeah. or different type of different type of methods and sales um, so like I'm software in your uh, commercial real estate. So 
where, what would you recommend for people starting out selling commercial real estate? Yeah. So I'm going to pivot this more generally than commercial real estate, but I think no matter what industry you're starting out in, it's important to understand each of the pieces of that industry that make it work. Um, that can be the types of people either within your company, within the client's company, but really getting a holistic understanding of the industry is extremely important. So one of the things that I do for understanding and continuing to learn more about commercial real estate is reading the news every day. Um, just being familiar with key players, being familiar with new developments and things going on within the cities that you're working, the cities that your clients are working in, things of that nature is extremely important. I think that if you're asking questions and continuing to learn every day, then you'll, you have a great chance of being successful in sales. Um, the other thing that I would mention is don't be afraid to ask stupid questions because when you're starting out or even when you're a senior in your position, there are no stupid questions. You, you should be continuing to learn. And if anyone ever looks down on you for asking a question they think you should have known, then it's not someone you want to work with anyway. Yeah. And just realizing now, uh, so you are doing more sales and sponsorship. And that, I believe, is a unique type of <laughs> part inside of a business. Yeah. And so would you have any advice for anyone selling specifically sponsorships? Yeah, absolutely. So a little more background on the type of sponsorships we sell, just to have that information going into it, is we are selling sponsorships into our events and our digital platform. So within our events, we have panel style discussions about different topics within the commercial real estate industry. And I will sell speaking spots onto those panels and then different branding activations and things like that in the room. And then on the digital side of things, I will sell essentially advertising and marketing campaigns with varying objectives in our digital platform that typically have a large lead generation component to them. So there are a lot of products and, and services that we sell, but primarily what we're looking to do is connect people in the industry to do more business. So I think the, the best way to do that is to provide value to every side of the business. For example, we'll have developers that speak on our panels about different developments they have coming up. And then we will put a broker on our panel who can maybe help sell that property and help that developer that way. And then an architect who can finish up designing the building and an engineer or a interior designer, really everyone that touches a commercial real estate building is an important player in, in the success of any property. So we want to bring a holistic view of each topic to the audience but also provide that value to the people on stage to be seen as thought leaders, to connect them with people that they can directly work with and 
I think that's really important to do. Yeah, uh, B2B sales, really, right? Exactly. Uh, so having that's helping commercial real estate in the long run and other businesses as well. And I'm sure with more of the smaller businesses that are widely available and able to help these commercial real estate people <laughs> that yeah. I'm sure that it is very helpful, especially and keeping a wide range of that marketing as well. So it's not just the commercial real estate inside because I believe at one point people are just gonna be like, oh, okay, like here is another commercial real estate. Like, how is that going to help me? How is this beneficial to me? No, just knowing about another commercial real estate person, really. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because commercial real estate is is every building you walk into that is not your single family home, essentially. So doctor's offices and office buildings and apartment complexes and grocery stores. Someone built that, someone designed that, and there's an end user for it. Um, so being able to connect people in the early process, like when they are breaking ground on a project and they need engineers and architects and construction teams and people to produce the best product for the end user. Um, that's really what we're trying to do is connect, connect people so that, that ultimately their properties and buildings can be as successful as possible. That's great. We, we do something similar. So, and it's more through networking. So not so much of sponsorship or marketing towards that really, but so when I'm out networking, I'm connecting people where I see fit, really. If, especially through personality-wise, you have to match and also through businesses. So an example is a house inspector with a roofer or a roofer and a gutter person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so making those connections are really helpful. And there is a huge, there's a huge benefit to that, I believe. And as well as just building that trust in the long run of this person connected me with this person and I really like this person and I've done really good business. So I would continue going back to the person that referred me to them. Something to note is I would, I would not burn any bridges in your life um, or as few as possible because you have no idea who can help you or who you can help in the long run. For example, um, the industry that I was in before in the insurance industry, there was a component of that that now bleeds over into the industry I'm in, which I never would have expected. Um, so those are connections that I still have and are still benefiting me. And I'm, I'm happy that I, you know, didn't burn any bridges and was consistently nice to people and really valued the relationships that I built. So definitely build as many relationships as you can challenge the people that you have relationships with and make any connections um, in the industry for other people because you never know when when they can do that back for you that's a great point really where 
not burning sorry, bridges is keeping that connection, even if they're outside of your industry and being able to actually connect outside of that and building a trust, a strong trust between everyone that you meet is very valuable and building that reputation, I think is really great and helped in the long run for your company that you're working for. So it's definitely awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just important to continue to learn and continue to build and value the relationships that you do build because sales is a business of people. And um, if someone doesn't like you or doesn't like something you did, that, that could be enough reason for them not to spend marketing dollars with you or, or whatever it may be. And um, you just want to meet people where they are. Uh, well, thank you, Cara. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate all the insights that you were able to share with us today. I'm sure everyone else is appreciating it as well. And to all of you listening, thank you so much for being with us. Make sure to give us a rating and review to let us know how we're doing. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for checking out our episode today. I really hope you found it valuable and got some good takeaways from it. If you did, do me a favor, subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcasting app and leave a review to let us know how we're doing. If you'd like to learn more about Mission Suite, check us out at www.themissionsuite.com and there you'll find educational resources and information about our platform. Also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube and be a part of the conversation. And we'll be back soon. Cheers. Thank you.